0: If you're driving, please remember to use your car's Bluetooth speaker while listening to the AM Drive. Sports Talk is not worth your safety or the safety of others. Thank you.
1: Tuesday morning to everybody out there in the sports universe. This is the AM drive on 12 on sports and we are live. What's up, Aaron?
2: Not much. I was looking at my, uh, at my video feed here and it looks incredibly brighter in here than it normally does. I am I crazy or what?
1: You're not crazy. It definitely looks like there's like a new vibe, I guess, after the Monday night game.
2: Must be yeah. Hope on the horizon.
1: That's right. No more reactions this week. Maybe nope. nope. Um, for Aaron Crouch, I am wow. I am Michael Carvellis. Um, Aaron, do you want to look like a Friday night but feel like a Sunday morning? Always. Amen. Shirts today make that seem impossible. Well, in 2018, the innovators of in Buttercloth. Struck a deal with the billionaire geniuses at Shark, one of their geniuses at Shark Tank. They created a six way stretch mint based shirt that keeps you cool and repels those nasty odors. Nothing tops the comfort and the amazing looks. In 2021, though, guess what Buttercloth did, Aaron?
2: Uh, I'm going to say they made their best decision yet.
1: Absolutely. I mean, their best deal ever. With the AM Drive. To support our show and own this breakthrough line of shirts, visit MikeandAaronDrive.com and tap the Buttercloth logo so you can own the world's most comfortable shirts. Without further ado, we're here live. Mike City First is presented by Buttercloth, and I want to talk about. J.J. Reddick, because I struggled with what I was going to do this morning with this because I didn't really have a burning topic on my mind after I kind of ranted on the Colts yesterday. So I thought about J.J. Reddick, who was, was going to retire. J.J. Reddick, um, obviously he was a great college player at Duke, well, a really good college player at Duke, um, playing the NBA on so many different teams, was always consistent, kind of a, a guy who really just worked at his craft well. And I feel like so many times in sports, you can have the biggest frame like DK Metcalf. You can have, you know, the abilities like a DeAndre Hopkins or whatever. I'm using NFL players right now, obviously. But I feel like any, everybody can work at their craft and get better than what they are. Michael Jordan has done it. Um, Tom Brady has done it well. They aren't supposed to be this good. But they are this good because they worked, they worked, and they work. So to all young sports people out there, take example from guys like JJ Reddick. They're not, even if they're not that talented naturally, they didn't give a crap. They stayed in the gym, gym rats, as you call them, and now he's retiring as a pretty good player. I know everybody makes the basketball hall of fame, but if there's an NBA Hall of Fame, he would definitely make that too. Thoughts, Mr. Aaron?
2: Um I grew up watching JJ Redick, and while I will, I will say this right now: he, fame. He was an incredible college basketball player, one of the best college basketball players I've yeah. ever seen, uh, along with Adam Morrison. I think they were together right around the same time, not together, but in the in the college basketball right around the same time, and they made college basketball exciting. You had an era where uh, you had JJ with Duke, Adam Morrison with Gonzaga, and. It was just an exciting time to be around college basketball, and then JJ Redick ends up at the Orlando Magic right when I was working for the team. He was actually one of the nicest guys uh, you could ever meet. Always had a nice thing to say. Always was joking around. Always had a smile on his face. But if you hadn't, if you weren't talking to him, didn't know who he was, saw him walking down the street, you would think he was the biggest D-back just because of the way he his his face. He almost had that RBF. He looks
1: style. like a cool. He looks like, a, like he looks. He has the movie face basically.
2: He's got that RBF-style face, and if you didn't know him, you would think, God, that guy just seems like kind of a dick. But uh, no, not at all. He always had the nicest things to say. Um, so, yeah, no, unfortunately, I don't think he's about ba- a pro basketball Hall of Famer, but college basketball, lights out, unanimous, 100%. He's in.
1: I, I can agree with that. I think I, I, think I can leave it there. And this is his time to celebrate a, a wonderful basketball career, and I, I, I'm okay with that. Okay, Aaron, and speaking of Aaron, the Aaron's unleashed hell on Detroit. My God, Monday night football, you know, in the first half, it's like, hey, Lions might have a shot. They are actually leading at some points. And then the Packers says, you know what? Shut up. It's our time. You're the Lions. Sorry, Lou. Thoughts on this game?
2: Yeah, it looked like, uh, you know, there was going to be a situation here where we had – you know the the double digit spread in danger of covering. I believe at halftime it was seventeen fourteen. Yes, uh, in favor of Detroit, and uh, that was all for Jared Goff and company. I tell you what, though, I don't know if it's cameras. I don't know if it was just not that heavy of a rain uh, until that fumble by Jared Goff. I had no idea it was raining.
1: Yeah, thankfully, many who I brought that out to us.
2: Yeah, I had no idea it was raining at the game because I was like, "Oh man, they're just playing bad football." Aaron Jones was holding. Aaron Jones was a menace last night. Three touchdown catches, a touchdown run. I tell you what, I know this isn't super relevant to uh, you know the actual football game, but uh, I went into uh, Monday Night Football. I there's a league I'm in, a fantasy football league. I was down 47 points in terms of high score of the week. I had my game wrapped up. I was down 47 points. I had Aaron Jones left. He scored 46. I lost high score of the week by like point or 1.6 points. But I was texting my buddy, the guy who actually was holding on to high score of the week. I said, hey, we might get a sweat here. He goes, no chance. No chance. And then every touchdown, he gives me those eyeballs, those Twitter eyeballs like, uh uh-oh. So that was fun. That was a fun little sweat. I didn't quite get there. Didn't make the 50 bucks, but it was a fun little sweat. But uh, yeah, Peyton and Eli, man, they struck gold again with this. Uh, this broadcast, I, I thought every interview they had. The Brett Favre one was tough. It felt like he was on dial-up. They were joking about that. It really felt like he was just thirty seconds behind them. wasn't really watching the game. I just, I was. Uh, but the the Gronk, the the Gronk. I didn't guy. like
1: Gronk's. I, I thought Gronk was. I don't know what he was using, but he was. He might have been using his microwave to film himself too.
2: Well, he definitely didn't appreciate the Spygate jokes. I can tell you that.
1: Oh screw him. Oh well. Oh well. Yeah, and
2: well one, I-, I think it's in poor taste. I'm a Patriots fan, and I thought it was hilarious.
1: Well, I thought it was hilarious. I Maybe mean, did they go on for you know keep on going and going about I get it, but it's like it happened, so shut up and deal with it. Like I don't even was I don't even think Gronk was there for the spy gates.
2: No, I just I just I think he was I think they said it before.
1: I know mean, he's such a Tom Brady. Ball washer, oh my gosh! And I, I get it. Tom Brady made his career. Tom Brady made his career. I know, but like for him, I I, I just feel like Patriots. Any Patriots fan who besides your, obviously besides yourself, like who who gets on to like who who feels some kind of way, it's like it happened and and they did it. So I don't maybe, know what they want to do.
2: Maybe. Well, the thing is, is it, it definitely happened, but at the, at the time it wasn't illegal. So well, it wasn't. It wasn't illegal. It was frowned upon. It was probably the wrong thing to do, but if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Just ask just ask your or whatever that right, website
1: is. Right, right, right. And, and I I agree, like there's always some competitive advantage. Um, Aaron, do you think that the um, Packers are okay now, though, before we and the second yeah,
2: year? I mean, I think everything's okay. I, I don't want to get too hyped up on a Detroit Lions win, which is which is what people are going to do. And um and they got the 49ers next week. Tough matchup. Don't get a don't get a Don't get ahead of yourself with this. The question really is uh, is everyone all good with the Packers? Because if they would have had a tougher matchup or lost to the Lions, oh my uh, god, this world would have burned.
1: Okay, so I want to say that I guess my take on are the Packers okay right now? <laughs> I'm gonna quote Joy Taylor of the Colin Coward show, who says the Packers love being really good. So I guess they're okay with beating the NFC North opponents. Yeah, well, that. I mean,
2: that's that's what you need to do. Winning cures everything. Isn't that, isn't that the old saying? So amen. I don't know. So all right, we got a jam-packed show today, talking college football, talking NFL. We got a little baseball talk at the end of the show. You got to stay with us through it. It's the AM drive on the other side. We're giving you our top five in the NFL and college football. Stick and stay, Mike and Aaron. AM drive Tuesday morning.
0: 12 Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support 12 Ounce Sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly.
1: Every shirt maintains its six-way stretch and breathe Very soft.
3: So now,
0: aren't you the vice golf guy?
2: Yeah. You want an autograph? I
0: uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing.
2: Stop overpaying and start playing smart. Get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com
3: college at fanatics.com the largest assortment of officially licensed fan gear for more than 500 colleges every conference every team shop now and get today's special offer fanatics.com officially licensed everything
1: We're back in this segment's gonna be better than the last one, we promise you, maybe. Okay. Aaron, do you love sports?
2: Uh well, I think that's kind of self-explanatory.
1: Fair. But like, do you really do you, do you love sports?
2: I love sports, Mikey. What's going on? And
1: you're a fanatic. We're all fanatics. So you need to <laughs> sure do along with the rest of us in this awesome freaking size eight hat? Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com. Click the F, the Fanatics logo, and support your team, guys. It's not hard. Well, the hard part is supporting us, obviously. But don't go to Fanatics.com. Go to MikeAndAaronDrive.com, and it takes you there anyways. Help us help you show love for your team, just not the Patriots. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Speaking of the Patriots, buddy, you want me to uh, blow that mind that's encompassed by that size 8 hat here? you ready for this? oh I left you a little fun fact on Twitter last there night for you, for you to wake up to. Do you know Tom Brady is 14 touchdowns away from throwing more touchdowns in his 40s than he did in his 20s? Two
1: things with that. Number one, I, mean, how, I, thought, I didn't know he was 44. That's unbelievable. Number two, did – I don't know how late he started in his career because I know he, he was only like 23 coming out of college. He had to start like a year or two later. Like, it's not that big of – I don't feel like that's big of a – he now if was in his 30s. Oh, my God. but it come on, 20s? That's kind what of stressful. What do you think
2: if he was in his 30s?
1: He's only been in his 40s for five years. Well, he only played in his 20s for like five years, right?
2: Well, if you theoretically – better
1: offenses. It's, it's not hard.
2: The fact of the matter is is most people do all their damage in their 20s, not their 40s, Mike.
1: Well, I I feel like he didn't really have an early start when it comes to offense in his career.
2: Let's see. He started his first season in the NFL in what, 2000, 2001? I think it was 2001. Oh. Yeah. So he was 2001 and he was born in 77. That's 24, 23, 23, I think.
1: So he had, like, he had like five or six years, so he's played about four or five years now, and he's been in better offenses. That's what happens. Well, if he was that's 23,
2: bad. that's seven years. 23, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Like, seven years.
1: Well, that's fine. It's fine. And also, Aaron, we are doing a giveaway. I know the follower count is creeping up. They're at like 735 now. Great work on the Twitter, Mr. Aaron. I think we're going to get TikTok here soon, so prepare for that.
0: Oh, God.
2: That's all you.
1: Well, that's fine. Like, I, I actually I actually hate the app, but I was like, oh, okay. Well, I can use this a little bit and someone will help us out there. But 800 um, Twitter followers will give away an NFL shirt of your choice. And God, when we hit 1,000, Aaron, we might have to do a jersey.
2: Oh, I was thinking either a jersey or a buttercloth shirt.
1: I said going to give them a choice. Okay, fair enough. Because they're both about the same price. All right. Aaron, I always start with you. So we're doing our top fives, okay? So the way this works, I believe Aaron's teams are all 2-0. and 0. We're getting college football and the NFL top fives. Aaron, why don't you take us into that with your college football top fives? This is hard. Oh.
2: Stupid mute button. I didn't <laughs> even hit it this time. I think it just did it to me. So oh, the – <laughs> Get off my lawn. This one was hard. The, so we're doing college football first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this one was hard because out of the top 13 teams, I believe 10 of them are undefeated. You actually in the top 25 have 19 of the 25 teams are undefeated. That's right. So just to, just to say based on the based on the sole fact that they're 2-0, didn't really narrow this down at all to me. But I will give you my top five teams in the college football rankings for me going into number one obviously don't care about the close call uh against florida bama is still head and shoulders the number one team in college football um as we speak right now but it has gotten slightly closer okay. uh, just slightly not much here so my second uh my number two spot here in the college football rankings is the georgia Bulldogs. Fair. I understand that that Clemson uh, win is looking less impressive due to the Clemson performance. Doesn't matter. A win is a win against a top 10, top five program. I will take that. I will give UGA the number two spot. Oregon, the Ducks, quack, quack, number three. Quack, quack. Big win against Ohio State. You're looking at another situation where that Ohio State win might not look as impressive as uh, it did two weeks ago. Mm. Uh, but nevertheless, we have a top 10 w- victory for Oregon. And uh, we go on from there. My number four team is Penn State, okay an SEC opponent walking into their building. And I think, other than the score that we saw, I thought they handled it pretty well. I thought they dictated that game from start to finish. And Penn State gets my number four spot. My number five spot will still be reserved for them at least until they lose. Uh, and that's the Cincinnati Bearcats. I know they had a little trouble with Indiana this weekend, but they ultimately – Uh, put their foot on the gas and cover the spread and they took care of business. I thought uh, the Cincinnati Bearcats looked like a top five team, in my opinion. So uh, no disrespect to Oklahoma, Iowa, and Texas A&M, but uh, you got to wow me a little more than you did this week.
1: So do me a favor and just give me the rundown of the one through five again.
2: We have Bama, Georgia, Oregon, Penn State, and Cincinnati.
1: We're pretty close in the first um, in the top five. It's hard to narrow this down to five. on um, like you said, respect to Iowa and all of them. I do have five and like a five A and a five B, but I'll give my five that I'm confident okay. in. Number one, I have Alabama. Um, I actually believe it's it's really close, but I also want to call out some um Alabama fans who I feel like are kind of getting like spoiled at this point. Oh, our defense isn't as good as it was. Our running backs aren't as good as they were. Bryce Young may not be that. I'm like, guys, what in the world are we doing here? Yep, well, yep. To, be,
2: to be fair, when every, you do everything right and you're national championship contenders, when everything's going right, you have to find – it's the human way to find what can I find that is wrong.
1: <laughs> That's fair. And Nick Stanton obviously is doing that, so I respect that too, obviously. Um, number two, I've got the Georgia Bulldogs. I think their offense has opened up finally – I still don't know what the heck was the problem week one, but I feel like they have really shown an ability to score the ball. Now, J.T. Daniels and Stetson Bennett, which surprised me, is that J.T. Daniels came off the um, injury and looked pretty good. against like South Carolina, but he looked pretty good. They were aired it out some more. Number three, Penn State. I do believe their defense is really good. I believe they're going to beat Ohio State this year. To be close. Unless Ryan Day finds a way to get that together, which would not surprise me, I think Penn State. I'm impressed with with them being Auburn. They are for real. Number four, I've got the Ducks. Um, I'm with you on the Ohio State win, but I believe that was in in the shoe in the in the shoe, right? So that still right. counts for something. I mean, they were 14 half underdogs, and while that's a grain of salt, they still came in there and smacked them. Number five, this one was tough for me. I know. The Gators just lost. I understand that. I was so impressed with them. I have to put them at five. Now, my number, now, if you want to argue with me on that and, and give Iowa the spot, go ahead and do that. But right now, I feel like Florida is a top five team in the country. They were really good. I mean, they had Bama. Bama should not Bama should have run away with that game in the first half. They didn't. So that was I was shocked. But I said, put Iowa in there if you want, but I got Florida. That's my thing, and that was my top five. Not Aaron's, by the way, on the screen, my bet.
2: Well, I, again, I don't have Florida in my top five, but I will give you a tip of the cap. They're the only team I've ever seen in recent memory. They were number 11 last week in the AP Top 25. They lost a game and didn't move. Oh. Only That's team not- I think I've ever seen in recent memory lose a game and not move out of that 11 spot.
1: So AP feels about Alabama then.
2: Yeah, no, well, they did vote them almost unanimous to be the number one team. So,
1: All right, let's talk about football that matters. I'm kidding. Let's talk about the grown-up version of football. Aaron, your top five NFL teams.
2: All right, my top five NFL teams, sticking with the theme, you must be 2-0 and o to be on this list. It's just a very simple – That's a good week, too.
1: I like that.
2: Yeah, you must be 2-0 and o to be on this list to be in my power rankings. My number one team still, the Tampa Bay – Buccaneers. I think uh, Tom Brady has got this team and they had a uh, they had a little bit of a hiccup there against uh, against Atlanta in the second half, but Mm -hmm. stuff like that can't happen against better teams. So Tampa Bay, my number one sliding up into the two spot, the L.A. Rams. I am Mm -hmm. ready to be a believer because of that defense. Now, my caveat is let me get Matt Stafford in the game next week against Tampa, one of these teams is unfortunately going to have to either lose or they're going to be having a tie on their record here for both teams. I would not love to see a tie. I am going to that game by the way, so I'm excited about that game. Uh, So the Rams, so I get the number two, number one and number two teams in my power rankings live next Sunday. So the Rams at number two. Number three, Mikey, this one may surprise you. I'm not super ready to be sold on them for purposes of this list I am in the, in with them on the number 3 seed that is the Raiders. Las Vegas Raiders yeah, the Las Vegas Raiders uh they've beat two good opponents one at home and one on the road I mean can you name me another team that's that's beaten two quality opponents like that I I I, I can't As far we know, yeah. know yeah so they're going to get the number 3 uh not here for me number 4 the 49ers San Francisco 49ers um they they haven't looked great but they've looked good enough to win. I thought the the 49ers going east. I learned later after we did Friday's show that they actually stayed east the entire time. That would have affected my bet uh mm. on taking the Eagles. I did not know that they stayed on the east coast the entire time. So uh bad information or bad research process by me, but 49ers get the uh get the 4 seed and then the 5 seed the Potential MVP here in Kyler Murray and the Cardinals are going to get the five seed. For me, I understand they almost lost that game against Minnesota, but all that matters is, is you got one more point than the other guys when the clock hits zero.
1: Our top fives are presented by Fanatics. Remember to go to mic and and click the F. And that's what helps you show support for your favorite team. And follow us on Twitter and do what the pin tweet says, or else. I'm kidding. Okay, it's time for my top five in the NFL. I've got. Reluctantly, I'm kidding. It's not reluctantly. The Buccaneers. Uh, now, I will say this: I I think it's very close, and I could put them at number two. But I believe since they are defending champions, they get the nod. But week one against the Cowboys, um, could have lost. We took against the Falcons; they were killing them. So letting off the gas, I get was I, I get it. Like they're riding high, still. Like you said, cannot happen against good teams. But as for now, they will get a pass. Number two the Los Angeles Rams. I think I have four of your top five teams, by the way. So I've got the Rams because they beat a very tough Colts team. Sean McVay obviously had some magical playbook where if he thinks game momentum is changing, he'll open it up and go right down the field, which I don't know why he doesn't use it all the time, but I guess he does want to use all his tricks in one. But, um, yeah, his wow, name is Cooper Rams- Cup. Yeah, <laughs> Oh, yeah, Cooper Cup, number one receiver in the NFL. <laughs> number three. Sorry Aaron, the Kansas City Chiefs I know says. the Chiefs just lost to the Ravens. But let's be real. Clyde edwards Laird like owes the nation an apology for what he did. The Chiefs I mean come on, they beat the Browns in a comeback. They almost beat the Ravens. It's like I don't I don't believe there's 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 three teams better than the Chiefs right now. So I, I get you know mock me if you want to I, but It's week two. We can do what we want. Number four, the Raiders. Um, John Gruden, I keep saying, they have not drafted big names. But I've never had a problem with that. I I get they're not drafting the flashy names. But point is, they've kept Derek Carr. And look what happens when you build a team around Derek Carr. What what happens, Aaron? They win. And I'm impressed with that. Absolutely. John Gruen and Mike Mayock, as reluctantly as I will say it, gun in my head, they're pretty good. Number five, Kyler, you, my friend, are coming fast. Everybody says, short. is he too short? Yeah. Told you guys, he's the baseball player. He throws the ball well, and holy cow, is he looking good.
2: Yeah, I agree with you on that one. I, I, uh, I was one what of the ones the who. 49ers. I was doubting Kyler Murray uh, coming out of college because of his size, and uh, so far he's proven me wrong, and I'm happy to be proven wrong uh, as a guy who's on three of my six fantasy teams, Kyler Murray. So.
1: Speaking of guys who are coming, Aaron, um, have you seen <laughs> – shut up, just don't do that. Don't do that. Oh. Aaron, there's an elephant in the room in Chicago. There's yes. a big elephant. It's coming fast. And Andy Dalton, I don't know if it's, I haven't seen any update on his knee. Maybe you have. Do you buy that if Andy Dalton is somehow magically healthy, we're wishing the best, that he is the starter after Justin Fields brings the life that he does into that team?
2: Now, are we talking specifically week three here? Or are we talking just down the line? Because I think those are two different okay. answers. Now, I think right now I buy that when Dalton is healthy for week three or even four, he is the starter. Um, Justin Fields got his first taste of real game action against the Bengals last week. I was not impressed. Now, again, I'm not ready to declare like these Bears fans were to put him in the Hall of Fame after his preseason. That was ridiculous. Um, Andy Dalton, in my opinion, other than the one pass against the Rams that really was to no one that got intercepted in the red zone, I think Andy Dalton's played fine. I think Andy Dalton's played pretty dang good football. Yep. Now is he Aaron, Colin Murray? Is he Pat Mahomes? No, but I think he's playing in right. football right now.
1: I will say I'm buying it because Matt Nagy's the coach, and just like Rex Ryan said on Get Up yesterday, he was like, "Dude, what are you doing?" Like he's your core. He's like he said that. Um, I believe his father, whoever that is, um, had like Buddy Ramble, Ryan? yeah, had a, had a Randall Cunningham versus Ju- Ron Jaworski kind of deal, and Jaworski was the veteran. But he said he put in Randall Cunningham. He'd won two MVPs and three with two teams. So he said you have to take the young guy who brings the energy. He said, well, you know the, the day's coming, so don't wait for an injury. Just put him in. Have some stones, man.
2: Well, that's the question. What if you put him in and he fails? Do you, you have to go back to Dalton? Do you bench this guy? Do you give away his confidence? Everybody's just assuming Justin Fields is like the second coming of Jesus Christ. Amen. Like, he, hasn't done, he hasn't done anything for me that, that makes me feel like he's ready to play and win football games. Now, I tell you what, if Matt Nagy walked into the owner's office and said, hey, if I play Justin Fields, no matter what happens, if we don't win a single game, am I coming back here next year? And they say, absolutely, yes, Andy Dalton be on the
1: bench. Fair. Aaron, how them Cowboys, bro?
2: How about him? That was an interesting uh, end of the uh, – I finally watched it. I didn't catch the end of that game. I did catch the field goal, but I finally watched what you were talking about. Um, in terms of the uh, the the issues at the end of the game, yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's apparently the clocks went out at SoFi Stadium, according to Mike McCarthy. The clock up on the big screen went out. The clock, uh, I guess, Kellen Moore got decided by a big lineman. So he couldn't see the clock. And obviously, Dak and the rest of the offense were like, WTF, WTF, WTF. But (laughs) I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt on that one. They Uh, won the game. They won the game, so it doesn't matter. But uh, that's a weird sequence of events, I do have to say.
1: Rex Ryan said in short that he was a liar. You know, I'm
2: sorry. Rex Ryan, there's a reason you're on ESPN right now. I understand you had two good seasons, but. uh, it's the same situation with uh, the NHL hire or the ESPN hiring Rick DiPietro for, as one of their analysts this upcoming season. It's never going to go well for you, Rick. You did not, you, you were a complete and huge bust in the NHL. So anything you say to try to be critical of somebody is not going to go well for
1: you. Hey, hey, man. Um, the ESPN guys like the talk, and he's one of them. Okay, guys, we'll, we'll come back and talk more NFL stuff, including some predicting the lines. Wow. Aaron's got me talking Vegas stuff. we we'll back, guys. Stick and stay. This is the AM drive on 12-Ounce Sports.
0: 12-Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. Benus.com is the official place to place your bets and support 12-Ounce Sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly.
1: Every show maintains its six-way stretch and breathing. Very soft. Yes. 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 Yes.
3: <sighs> <laughs> so
0: Aren't you the vice golf guy? Yeah, you want an autograph? Uh, yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good. The balls are amazing. You look like a pro-plus guy. I thought you'd never ask. It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing. Stop overpaying and
2: start playing smart. Get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com.
3: For your favorite college at fanatics.com. The largest assortment of officially licensed fan gear for more than 500 colleges. Every conference, every team. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com. Officially licensed everything.
1: Welcome back to the AM Drive on 12 On Sports. Hope you are driving safe or just listening well. I am Mike and this is Aaron, as always. Aaron, we're in full swing. And speaking of full swing, a lot of people love to play golf. But Aaron, I know you played golf yesterday. Do you ever feel overwhelmed? No. Nope. Ah, that's a good thing. Because no matter how relaxed some people may feel, the financial struggles of the week get to them. But thankfully, Aaron had Vice Golf made his life a little bit easier because those balls he used to hit, they were overpriced. Have peace of mind in your golf swing and your wallet when you order from MikeAndAaronDrive.com and tap the Vice Golf logo. You'll thank us later. They take the TaylorMades, the Callaways, all the stuff that you need and ship them right to your door i don't know if you heard that but hey um click the vice golf logo
2: i just want to say here vice golf balls actually have helped me almost get two eagles uh in one week stretch (laughs) i say almost because they didn't quite go in but uh birdies are good too uh i I do want to thank i do want to thank everyone listening and watching to all of our shows we've had a lot of engagement um you were talking about triple digit viewership here in the last few episodes that's incredible and then the replays have also been getting uh, 80 to 100 uh, replay viewers as well. Yep. Uh, just wanted to say thank you. That's that's super awesome. I know that our our, our fan base is, is, fo- is growing and our follower count is growing. So, obviously, we appreciate everything. We love giving you guys stuff. So, get that follower count to 800 here on Twitter. And um, check us out Monday through Friday, five days a week, 10 a.m. Amen. Eastern. <clears throat> so, I just wanted to say, take a quick second to say thank you. To everybody also if you want to engage with us um just comment on the facebook or the twitter stream and um yes it's at am drive tv as you can see right oh, there you? Yeah, did you like that
1: yeah let's go smooth with it we'll take a vice golf ball
2: oh that was smooth let me see if i can do vice golf
1: <laughs> oh yeah we're getting we're getting our oh, directions
2: shoot. down we're getting our directions right. down here but um, again, just wanted to say thank you for that. And we'd love the engagement. So please comment on the streams on Facebook and or Twitter, both at the 12 ounce sports pages.
1: Amen. Okay, Aaron, we're gonna we're still talking NFL here. Um, it feels like there's a spooky like speaking of elephants in the room. Like there's a demon in the running back room in the with the 49ers. Um tell us about this. Um, we got some more players injured. And they're guys who Sean, who I'm well, not Sean McVay, they're the guys who Kyle Shanahan really likes to use.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, like I said, they they acquired Trenton Cannon uh, last week before the Eagles game with no intention of ever putting him in into the running back spot. Uh, ended up having to use him. I believe he uh, he had wow. a carry. Uh, Elijah Mitchell went down. Trey Sermon went down. Michael Hasty went down. Three running backs in, in in one game, not even just one game. I think they all went down in the same quarter uh yeah. it's just you know the injury bug bit the 49ers last year and I hope Kyle Shanahan doesn't have to you know deal with that again this year because uh they're they're a really good franchise really good team and um but right now like it's just crazy to think that like Raheem Mostert week one gone season ending injury now we know that he's always injured blah 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 but it's really, it's really tough to win football games when you don't have a consistent running back or running game. So, um, kudos to Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers right now with, for what they're doing. I know that the, it wasn't the prettiest win in, in Philadelphia. Seven, was it 17 to 12 or something like that?
1: 17
2: to 11. 17 to 11. But, uh, Hey, getting, getting a win in the NFL is really hard. Doing it with no running backs is even harder. So, uh, let's just hope that this doesn't continue. These guys get healthy and, and, um, they don't have to use guys like Trenton, the squad, new edition, carry on Johnson, uh, if they don't have to, you know.
1: Oh, wow. That old Auburn running back played for the Lions and didn't do anything. Correct. I'm, I, I, I'm not going to lie that carry on Johnson might be able to do something in Kyle Shanahan's offense.
2: Potentially. If anybody – if Raheem Mostert can do it, carry on Johnson can.
1: Fair. Okay, Aaron, I hate talking about this stuff, but I work at a hospital, so I guess we're going to do it. Tyrod Taylor. Injured on a touchdown run. My God. Um, Wow, that was – it sucks for him. There was no evil doctor this time. It was just flat out hamstring. Not a good thing. Yep.
2: On a non-contact too because he was yeah. running through the uh, running for the touchdown. Those non-contact injuries are never good. So if you're pulling or tearing a hamstring uh, when you're not getting hit, that, that's usually not a good sign.
1: Doesn't feel like a ham and cheese sandwich, does it?
2: I can't imagine it does. I've never torn a hamstring.
1: I've—I don't even think I've ever felt my hamstring. Thank God. <laughs> I don't even know if I've ever even felt like so. I can't. I know it's probably a stinging feeling. So it's got to be uncomfortable. So
2: I've pulled one. I've strained one. It does not feel good. <laughs>
1: yeah, it feels like a cramp, except worse. Um. Okay. So some gambo gambo.
2: Well, I—I I, I actually wanted to talk about this for a second because. Despite the fact that Taylor is probably going to miss Thursday's game, there is uh, zero chance according to David Culley, New Texans head coach that Deshaun Watson will be active.
1: Now, I, I read this ahead. real quick. I thought it was interesting I'm sure going to get to this point. But if like if the NFL says he can play technically, I maybe they're not saying that because he's not they haven't played him or I don't know what. It's weird.
2: Well, I can only imagine for a rookie head coach, the fact that he's got his all-pro quarterback on the bench, he would be playing the minute he could. So it's got to be something from the NFL saying, hey, this really isn't a good look. But yeah, I mean, if the Houston Texans cannot be worried about a situation here where um, they, you know, don't want to run him out there. The fact of the matter is, is they still want this King's ransom for Deshaun Watson. Play him, let him play well.
1: Did you see he, how what they want for that dude? It baffles me.
2: It's like three firsts, a player, and some seconds or something like that.
1: Yeah, They want six draft picks. Hi, like what are we doing here? I get it, he's good, but God forbid. I mean, we got Sam Howell coming on. We got a lot of good quarterbacks coming on the draft, and no, they're as like, as long oh, as they're not a,
2: as long as they're not a first round, they're not all first round picks. I think they can fetch six picks from.
1: That's yeah, about like first and second round. Heck, no. No,
2: maybe two, three firsts. A second, maybe two seconds, and a third or fourth or fifth or something like that.
1: We'll be all right. Oh man, I just poor. I hate injuries, bro.
2: Yeah, sucks. Especially to a couldn't happen to a nicer guy. (laughs) I know that sounds. I know that sounds sarcastic. No, I'm talking about Tyrod Taylor. Taylor, And I'm not being sarcastic. It couldn't happen to a nicer guy.
1: Right. Oh, now some gambo gambo. Gambo, gambo. I'm greedy this morning, okay? Um, Kyler Murray has barely creeped ahead of Tom Brady, or excuse me, Patrick Mahomes, in the betting favorites for MVP after a big performance. Aaron, are you buying it, or are you kind of like overreaction?
2: So here's the situation I look at it, and we're talking specifically about gambling. MVP necessarily doesn't mean that you're the best player. In the NFL, if we take the actual account of valuable to your team, Kyler Murray and the Cardinals have an OK defense. We saw that, uh, you know, on display against Minnesota uh, last week. But Kyler Murray is putting up incredible numbers both on the ground and through the air. Yeah. Pat Mahomes has taken a slight step back with the loss, even loss against. Uh, Baltimore. Tom Brady just never, just never gets any love at all. And I think actually they moved Tom Brady back maybe to gain some bets on him. But that being said, I think if the Arizona Cardinals can either win the NFC West or even get one of the top seeded wild cards, Kyler Murray is the main reason that it's going to happen. He's, I think he's got to be the MVP at that point. If he wins the NFC West and oh, he yeah. stays healthy, he's the MVP. He's the MVP.
1: Now I will, I will say this because I mean. I think Matt Stafford, I don't know how bad Daryl Henderson's injury was, but I know that he was kind of walking gingerly to the locker room um, so that he could have a big year without a, a key running back. I'm not really on Dak Prescott. I love Kyler, but I've, Dak almost beat the Buccaneers. If they win that game, then we're having a different conversation about the Cowboys right now. We're really on the Chargers' win as a 2 and 0 start for the Cowboys. Dak Prescott has looked pretty good.
2: Stats matter. He did no, not have fair. good
1: stats. That's fair. And I feel like you're right, Tom Brady, not getting a lot of love. But I mean, he hasn't really done much. I know he's thrown for nine touchdowns, and I know that's a lot technically. But you look at the, what, they're, what they've been giving him with a starting field position, Kyler's done a, done more for his team right now. If Brady, throws, obviously...
2: if Brady throws 50, does he win the MVP?
1: Not with an extra game. I don't believe that, no.
2: Oh, yeah, I forgot about the extra game. But –
1: that's that's good, good argument, though.
2: What uh, what was Manning's record? 52? 56? 55. 55?
1: With the Broncos, yeah.
2: Okay. Yeah, the extra game is going gonna, gonna to hurt in terms of legacy, but...
1: I, I don't he, like if, that.
2: If he throws 50 to 56 touchdown passes this year, I think Brady's... At 44, <laughs> Brady's got to be the MVP.
1: Fair. Okay, Aaron, more Gambo Gambo. Let's guess the lines. You told me do not look, and it was hard not to look at these jokers... I'm pretty sure they have an early line on them now. But I guess we're guessing the final line leading up to that yes. Saturday preview show.
2: No, I want you to guess what the line is right now. Right now? Right now. What the opening
1: it's...
2: Effectively, what the opening line was. Because I, um, I will tell you this, as a gambler or as a better, the first thing you should do when betting is to look at these matchups and do not look at the line. Try to create your own line and then see how your line stacks up against the line that vegas or wherever you bet has been put out so i i just i have three games for you i want to i want to test your gambler's intuition here i want you to guess these lines based on your i want you to kind of break it down a little bit we got three games i think three of the biggest games on the schedule next week in my opinion so i'm going to start with the the first line here or the first game here and i want i want to see i want to see your process i want you to show me your work here so The first game I have on the docket is Saints at Patriots.
1: Okay, so in my brain I'm thinking Saints killed the Packers. Mm -hmm. Then they got beat by, I think, a team that Vegas might be starting to respect with the Panthers. Mm -hmm. And they look pretty bad, but there was a lot of coaches there too that are missing, so they're not taking that into account. Patriots have a rookie quarterback. They're at home. Mm -hmm. But... I feel like this line might be 3.5 for the Saints.
2: So you're thinking the Saints are a 3.5 road favorite? Or what are I'll you do saying?
1: Like 2, oh, 2.5 uh, I'll go 3.5 right now.
2: So you're saying the Saints are a 3.5 road favorite? Is that what you're saying?
1: Yeah, Seems like it, yeah.
2: All right. Well, these lines I, are provi- these
1: to uh, Fair enough.
2: These lines are provided by BetUS. By the way, this is where I grabbed these last night. Which is effectively Monday night the opening line. Sometimes books would uh, would use uh, Sunday night as opening lines. Uh, but yes, these lines provided by bit US. Bloody Patriots minus three.
1: I don't want to go there.
2: No, you don't have to. Then if you like the uh, if you like the Saints at minus three and a half point favorites, then you're gonna love the Saints as a three point dog.
1: That's a good idea though. Like don't like just, just guess them. Because I feel like – I mean, I was actually going to say Patriots 3 like to start, but I was like, no, I feel the Saints have shown better. I mean, I just – I don't know. That's weird. Rule 3 is weird for the Patriots. A little bit too much faith in what Mac Jones has done or not done so far.
2: Well, then that line's six six points your way. So there you go. That's that's a good thing. Three, six and a half.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. All right, next game on the docket, Chargers at Chiefs. Two teams coming off of a loss, a tough loss. Uh, but we have the Chargers heading to Arrowhead, two-faced Pat Mahomes. How do you see this one?
1: So Chiefs have been down in both their games, the first game they came back and won.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Then they – and they and it was a Browns team who Vegas loves, obviously, I believe. Um, then you have the Chiefs who lost to the Ravens and glad I fumbled, but I think Vegas would give credit to Mahomes there that he was about to leave a game-winning drive. Chargers lost the Cowboys. It's not good. He um, just
2: gave the Cowboys all that credit. Now it's not I, good. No,
1: I did, yes, but I feel like, you know, maybe, I don't know, something about that doesn't seem right. Okay, fair enough. Um, Justin Herbert and in, in week one for the Chargers was what again?
2: Uh, he beat the football team.
1: Yeah, Giants almost beat them. So, I'm going to go mm-hmm. Chiefs. It's a division game. So I'll go Chiefs uh, six and a half.
2: Pretty damn good. The Chiefs are a current seven-point favorite going oh! to US. That's pretty good, though. So knowing what you know, you have the Chiefs. You think the Chiefs are a six-and-a-half-point favorite I'll in your one. mind. A, that's usually a classic layoff game in that spot. All right. So the Let's last one here budget. before we – well, unless it moves down under the number that you like.
1: Fair.
2: Uh, the, cl- the last game here I have for you on the docket is the Packers and 49ers on Sunday night football.
1: This is tough. This is really tough. Um, 49ers have a slew of entries. Um, but they did beat the Lions pretty handily until there wasn't handily. So I feel like they're going to do something with the line there. They beat the Eagles 17-11. to 11, and That's kind of good, but it's not good. Um, as for the Packers, Bounced back in a big way, but they were trailing at halftime. I would say 49ers are three-and-a-half-point home favorites.
2: Wow. Do you say the Packers?
1: No, 49ers are three-and-a-half-point home favorites.
2: You nailed it, buddy. Currently yes! on the the 49ers are three-and-a-half-point home favorites. That's very fair. good. Very good. I like that. I like this game. I kind of want to play this game on Tuesdays with you. I want to get your gambler's intuition up. I want you to start thinking about these. Please, if you're a better out there, do this. Make your own line and see how you compare to what Vegas is thinking. Now, Vegas isn't always thinking about the strength of the teams, guys. Vegas is thinking, how can I get these squares to put money on both sides of the coin?
1: Squares? Is Is that what you call yourself, the Vegas squares?
2: Yeah, I, haven't, I have to tell you one day about the story of the Vegas Squares. I'll do it on the air uh, another day. We'll have to tell you about that story. So uh, coming up next, we are talking a little more college football and some baseball talk. We're going to jam that all into the fourth segment here. But uh, please stick and stay on the other side. We got college football. We got baseball. We got Mike. We got Aaron. We got the AM <laughs> drive for the last segment of our Tuesday show. Stick and stay. We'll be right back.
0: 12 Ounce Sports has a new home for betting. BetUS.com is the official place to place your bets and support 12 Ounce Sports. All you have to do is go to BetUS.com and type in the promo code 120Z and you'll instantly get a deposit bonus. This is America's favorite sports book. And remember, always gamble responsibly.
1: Every show maintains its six-way stretch and breathes very
3: soft. soft. Uh.
0: (laughs) Aren't you the vice golf guy?
2: Yeah. You want an autograph?
0: Uh, Yeah. Actually, I was just wondering if the balls are any good.
2: The balls are amazing. You look like a pro plus guy. I thought you'd never ask.
0: It's actually better than my old ball. And it's half the price. Top performing golf ball, half the price. It's almost stealing.
2: Stop overpaying and start playing smart. Get your high performing golf balls at vicegolf.com
3: college at fanatics.com the largest assortment of officially licensed fan gear for more than 500 colleges every conference every team shop now and get today's special offer fanatics.com officially licensed everything
1: We had a fun show so far I got to predict some lines Pretty darn close um, We also talked top fives And JJ Reddit retired All kind of good stuff um, So now Before our last segment We want to let you know that BetUS.com Is where you want to be Like I love NBA 2K And you can like predict well, You can, like bet on like which ones Which were the player ratings For next year's NBA 2K game which is crazy to me. But you also need the NFL lines, in-game lines, all kind of stuff there. But please use the promo code 120Z for 125% deposit bonus. No one does it better than BetUS and 12 sports on the AM drive. And wrong.
2: Yeah. Boy, amen, I amen. Mean. That is a fact. I, uh, I've i been with BetUS for a while, almost a decade now, and uh, just reactivated the account, so I'm ready to get betting on these weekend's games but I want to talk about ESPN right here because they have made a bold prediction here with college football. Um, they are predicting that two big 10 teams at this point are going to make the college football playoff. Hmm. Now one, we can already guess who that is.
1: Ohio state probably. No. Oh, Penn, Penn state. state. Oh, my bad. I, knew, I knew that Penn state,
2: but the other one could be Ohio state or it could be this team. If they're able to finally get off the schneid, against Ohio state. And that's Michigan currently Ooh. ESPN is predicting that Michigan based on the rest of their schedule and their current wins that they have this season against Western Michigan, NIU and Washington Right teams that, you know, that are, <laughs> but, uh, they're predicting <laughs> Michigan right now, number six in ESPN's SP plus, which I don't even pretend to know those sabermetrics, but if they're number six in those, they gotta be pretty good. 12th best offense, eighth ranked defense, to go along with the top special teams unit in the country. Um, right now, Ohio State is still ranked ahead of them. But, again, they have that matchup against the Buckeyes down toward the uh, down toward the Thanksgiving time. I don't see it. But this may be the year where everybody is like, all right, Michigan, I'm not going to believe in them. And this might be the year Jim Harbaugh could do it.
1: I'm looking at two SEC and two Big Ten teams.
2: It's totally possible.
1: I mean, Florida and Georgia, one of, them's, one of them might get in. And then Penn State and somebody else keeps on playing well. Yeah, Iowa's up there.
2: I'm really curious if that would ruin the viewership of actual playoff, but we'll see. All yeah. right, two weeks from now, speaking of the SEC, we get a very big SEC West matchup between Ole Miss and Alabama. Uh, Nick Saban going against Lane Kiffin. Excuse me. is 24-0 wow, and, and against his old assistants. I understand that. Uh, Alabama has a game against Southern Miss. They don't want to look ahead, blah, 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 but let's be honest. You know, come on. And uh, Ole Miss is off this week, but I can't wait for that one next week. We're going to talk about it a lot next week as well, but uh, just initial thoughts. Is Ole Miss staying a chance here?
1: Yes. Um, Their defense is Swiss cheese city, but um, Bama's defense isn't great either. Um, Lane Kiffin, I mean, what what they did against Tulane, I get Tulane was bad, but it's, it's, they are a really good offense. They always are. This can be a shootout. Take the over when you can. I don't care if it's, if it's 80. Take it. <laughs> Just smash it, okay? That's how good these two teams are offensively. And I, I mean, I don't want to say all this would win, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll leave it at that.
2: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's a, I mean, we'll have to figure out how that all goes down because saving 24 and 0, that's. That's not a uh, that's not a fluke. Twenty four and zero against his old assistants.
1: Watch Southern Miss cover whatever the gigantic spread is and get people to lay off Alabama next weekend, or two weeks from now.
2: Listen to you, you DJ. <laughs> All right, a little baseball talk here. Mookie Betts helps okay. a rookie get his first home run ball back. I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, an incredible gesture by Mookie Betts. Didn't have to do it, but uh, it's it just again. Uh, Cincinnati Reds rookie TJ Fridell homered in his second major league at bat his first career hit and Mookie Betts asked the fan who caught the ball to throw it back now most fans are like no I've, I've waited my, I've waited my whole life to catch a foul ball or a home run ball never had it gotten close never had it but um, dude threw it back no questions asked and I thought I think Mookie thought that was a pretty cool gesture and uh, returned to his position the next inning and gave the fan a signed Mookie Betts bat. I'd say that's a much, much more profitable enter, enterprise or exchange for I'll the uh, for the fan than uh, no offense to T J. Fredell, but I'd rather have a Mookie Betts bat myself.
1: <laughs> yeah, if, even if T J. Fredell is a big Hall of Famer, Mookie might be too. So it's like, you know, if you played I'll, the I'll take, if you
2: played the odds, Mookie's going in before T J. Fredell does.
1: Yeah, so I'll I'll take my money on that. Uh, Go, great stuff from Mookie, man. got to love it.
2: Absolutely. All right, and to wrap up the show here, we have Salvador Perez. Salvador. He, has, he has now created a historic season for himself as a catcher. The seven-time All-Star hit his 46th home run on Monday to break Johnny Bench's record for home runs in a season. Johnny Bench?
1: A, That's a fake name.
2: It is not a fake name. He was a phenomenal catcher. Uh, but for homers in a season for by a by a player who primarily played catcher. Now, I think that's incredible. Congratulations to Salvador Perez. But if, for a guy who was coming in with a career high of 21, I think you're going to be getting a call here from the Performance Enhancing Drug Committee.
1: As he should. <laughs> doesn't he have like, like 1,000 career starts now?
2: Uh, probably. He's probably. I got saw
1: something. like a few styles. Oh, that's pretty cool.
2: But uh, he is coming off an injury in the pandemic-shortened 2020 season. He's only played 37 games before this. since the end of 2018. Uh, he's playing a little more designated hitter this year, so maybe that's not wearing him down as much as a uh, as a as a uh, as a catcher.
1: Mm-hmm. But
2: um, he started to hit mm-hmm. a few in, in that pandemic season. He is now, I think, he's now tied with uh, with Vladimir Guerrero or one behind Vladimir Guerrero for the home run lead.
1: Boy, that boy better stop playing around with them drugs, man. That's all I gotta say.
2: Yeah. Now the question really is, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think he's thirty, mid-thirties. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> does he does he leave Kansas City, or does he just finish his career with them?
1: Oh, I'd leave it. I mean, after a season like that, of course, well, I take him' your, probably gonna get more money now.
2: Potentially, absolutely. So it uh, would be interesting. So it pays you know.
1: to do stairways. Just remember that when you're a baseball player.
2: Nelson Cruz is a prime example of that. Absolutely.
1: A lot of prime examples of that.
2: <laughs> so, all right, Mikey, what a show here, man. That hour goes by fast. We had a great Amen. time. I got the degenerate gambler juices flowing in oh. you. You were you were way off on one line, you were almost there on another line, and you nailed the third line. That was impressive to see the brain working there. But um, we're gonna be back tomorrow. Another that show of the AM Drive, our Wednesday edition, 10 a.m. Eastern time. Only on the twelve ounce sports social media networks, you can catch us right up there at AM Drive TV on the book, on the bird, and on the gram. Please interact with us on our streams. We love to engage with the fans and the listeners and the viewers. But uh, Wednesday tomorrow, we got a jam packed show as well. Catch us on the Twitter. We'll be previewing that for you. For Mike and I am Aaron. We are out. We'll see you on the next one.
0: Adiós.